Welcome to the Informants Nerdcast, presented by Nerd Informants Media. The Informants Nerdcast is powered by Branson's IMAX Entertainment Complex, The Sign Man and Hollister, Comic Force, White River Design Company, and 1984 Branson Arcade. Well, what's going on, fellow geeks and nerds? Welcome back to Podcast Land, and we are at the beginning of season number two. And this is episode three of the Informants Nerdcast. I am a nerd. And I'm Josh Grisham. I'm also a nerd, and you can call me Tim Church. Well, it's good to know that we have not forgotten how to do this, but it is also great to be back behind the mic, man. And we have got a full episode, a full week of some big news all the way across the board, man. I'm ready to get after it. I am, too. We, we've had a very exciting week here at Nerd Informants HQ. Lots of great news and information dropping down. Uh, do you want to kick us off, or you want me to take that honor? I would be happy to, my friend. Well, Let's we're kicking it. off with Master Chief and really the, the Xbox mascot. And some interesting news, a little bit of a shuffle palooza for the Halo series that has often mentioned uh, really amongst nerd culture. The Halo TV series is going to make the jump from Showtime to Paramount Plus exclusively. So it's got a new home set to premiere in quarter one of 2022. So some moves already being made. We've still got a long ways to go before we see Master Chief up on the small screen, regardless of where it's going to end up. I'm excited to see it. I need more Halo in my life. Yeah, this is something that's been in the works for well over a decade, you know, off and on. You know, scripts have been thrown out there. People have picked it up, and it's been dropped. For As far as I know, this is the furthest a Halo series has ever gotten. So you're, you're, the fact you're not that, wrong. The fact that we've reached the point that we are, they've, they're filming it, it's in production, things are moving forward with it, and now we have an official home for the Halo series. That's very exciting. I'm, I'm pumped for that. And, and honestly, that really like stacks the deck and increases the lineup viability for Paramount+, Plus, which you know, you're just getting into the streaming market. You, you need some heavyweights in your mm-hmm. corner so you can stand up against the contenders yeah. like Netflix and Disney+, Plus and all of them, so... And, of course, we did announce just a couple weeks ago that Paramount Plus is combining forces with CBS All Access. So they are <laughs> going to have the Star Trek Discoveries and, and the uh, Picards and all those series from CBS All Access also there. So it's going to be pretty you know, unique. And honestly, buddy, I, like, I love the options. It's great that all of that's out there. But wasn't the point of like cutting the cord was to keep your bill like lower than your cable bill? With all these streaming options, I mean, it's just spend more money, spend more money, spend more money spend more money yeah that's exactly where it's headed yeah uh speaking of spending money you're going to want to subscribe to disney plus by june if you haven't already guys Could they have given us any more uh, news this week no <laughs> uh so this is going to be the first of a series of very big marvel news that we we're going to share during this podcast but we finally have a release date for tom hiddleston's loki which is going to be premiering now we know on disney plus on june 11th so we have a debut date it's going to be starting Thank goodness it's just around the corner. So I don't have to wait too long. Summer blockbuster, if you will. So. Honestly, like, were you surprised by June 11th? I didn't think we would see it that fast. Yeah. I thought it was going to be later on in the year, honestly. I thought it was going to be like a like a late fall going into the Christmas season reveal for Loki. Yeah, same here, honestly, because, I mean, since we're getting Falcon and Winter Soldier so fast, I mean, as soon as WandaVision ends, it's pretty much going to go into Winter Soldier and Falcon almost thereafter. Uh, So I I think the fact that we're not going to see a lot of delay there between all three of these series on Disney+, Plus, that's a win. A very purposeful, staggered release. Now, News in the gaming community, and honestly, when this broke and we reported on it through our social channels, I was not surprised to write it down and then get it out there to the masses. But uh, Bioware, 
uh, is officially walking away, gang. Um, Anthem. Anthem was cool while it lasted. It was kind of like the flavor of the minute. You played it. You're like, wow, they managed to get this opening area looking as good as the E3 demo. Wait a minute. There, there, there's no there's no content. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> they, they're, BioWare is walking away. Uh, Anthem or whatever reiteration it was, there, there had been uh, talk, and we had covered it in news, that BioWare was stepping back in and, and basically trying to resuscitate Anthem, trying to bring it back from the dead. But it's over. It's done. They're going to keep the servers up and running for those of you that are still remaining and still playing the game. But that's it. There's no work. It's not being revised. The studio has ceased all new development on the game. So officially, as of whatever date that you are listening to this podcast, just know that Anthem is dead officially. And, buried. And may it rest in peace. I couldn't have it said is. it better. Could not have said it better. <laughs> uh, more Marvel slash, well, it's not Marvel, but Disney Plus news. Uh, Monsters at Work, the sequel to Monsters, Inc., the series sequel to Monsters, Inc. We now have a premiere date for it. July 2nd, it will be arriving on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so we know John Goodman as well as Billy Crystal will both be back in their respective roles as Mike and Sully. You can't, you can't so, have this series without them. I mean, so, that's like the foundation right there. I'm curious, though. I mean, Monsters at Work. It doesn't quite really roll off the tongue, does it? I mean, no. could they have called it Monsters at the Office and probably had a better time? <laughs> I'm really curious what this is going to be. I mean, I like Monsters at the Office better. I mean, honestly, well, I, I'm not sure about the three-word thing. That's what I have a problem with. It was Monsters, Inc., Monsters University, Monsters, you know, Monster, mm. Monsters Office, Monster Office, or, you know. Like, could they just uh, take, like, the word at out and yeah. then just monster, monster work or Monsters Office or whatever it is? Yeah, I mean, huh. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It is a mouthful, but I'm excited to see it. There's going to be old characters and new characters and possibly, if we know Disney, and we do, lots and lots of possible spinoffs. Uh, and, and real quick, while we have this, everybody uh, that's listening to the podcast, if you are able to, you can catch us recording the podcast Ooh, live sneak on Facebook mm. Live. So if you're listening to this now in the future, just know that during the week, just sometime, we're not going to announce it. We like it to be a surprise. So you are going to be able to pop onto Facebook and watch us record the podcast live, which means if wait, wait, wait. we're not, we're not doing like a, like a newsletter. We're not doing any like advanced notice. It's just, if you happen to be perusing and like, yeah. let's say for example, they're, they're following us on Facebook. That really is the only in an advanced notification they've got. Exactly. Which is why I would highly suggest if you are following us on Facebook to do one simple thing. And that is to turn on nerd informants notifications gratuitous <laughs> gratuitous solicitation right there from Tim Church. And uh, huh, with that said, we do have a couple of our community members and personal family friends already commenting. Uh, who are already commenting. Jamie Bales, who we love dearly, uh, is saying hi to us. So, uh, Jamie hi, Lee. Hi, Jamie. Hello, Miss Jamie Lee. <laughs> uh, and then we also have Chris McCool, who has one simple question for us. Yes. Are you still standing by Disney Plus? We have abandoned them, dot, dot, dot. Yes, yes, Chris, we are still standing by yeah. Disney+. Plus. Yep, still standing and, by it. I mean, we went from The Mandalorian, which is why we were there, and luckily WandaVision took over shortly thereafter, which is why we stayed. The and, only, you know, the, uh, yeah. just to kind of kind of clarify on that a little bit, just to kind of, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm standing by Disney+, Plus, and I love the content that they've got out there. The only thing that I don't like about Disney+, Plus is the release model. Oh, yeah. 
100%. You know, Friday rolls around, you get a new episode of WandaVision, then boom, you can't watch the next episode of WandaVision. You've got to wait a week until Friday. Now, I don't like it, but you know what? The fact that I don't like it here at Nerd Informants Media, I tell you what, that does not matter because it is a magic formula for Disney. They know it works, and there is not a darn thing I can do to change it, nor anybody else. I mean, they really did take a chance with The Mandalorian whenever they released it, mm-hmm. and they only released it one week at a time, but people bought it, they fell for it, and they loved it, and so they've stuck to it, and I don't really see them changing that model at all for any of the future upcoming series series that they might have. You know, I mean, look at it this way. You could go and you could gain a new subscriber on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And you could lose that that subscriber after a day. Or let's say, for example, a series runs for nine episodes. Okay, so you could lose a subscriber after a day, or you could lose a subscriber after nine weeks. Yeah. And justifies the means? I don't know. But, I mean, there you go. That That's that's the only bone I have to pick with Disney+. Plus. Anyway, moving forward. Now, th- this news was, was absolutely disappointing. Yeah. Um, and I'll just say this, uh, it's been a long, long time since I have sat down and watched me some home improvement, haven't kept up with any of the cast really other than, uh, Tim Allen, honestly, for big reason, because Tim Allen Mm -hmm. really out of all of them is still working rather consistently. Yep. But Zachary Ty Brian of home improvement fame, he was one of the, the kids in the family, uh, has, has pled guilty to two felony counts after allegedly strangling a woman. And the, the fact that the guilty plea is there. Um, is is definitely not not a good sign. We we don't have additional details as of this time here on the podcast, but uh, uh, not not uh, not good news for Zachary Ty Bryan. You hate to you hate to see that. That is not good behavior by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, I'll be interested to see more as the story develops. Yeah, and I did see a little bit of an update just shortly before we started recording today, and it looks like he is entering in probation. So he might not be looking at jail time. Um, so maybe the guilty plea was part of a deal to just go on probation, maybe some house arrest, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll know more soon. I'm sure it's not going to, it's not going to stay quiet for long. People have been following this because once again, uh, Zach's a good guy who maybe took, uh, a, took a wrong turn somewhere. A little liberal with the good on that so, one, I'd say. So, okay. He's, he was good. Let me put it that way. He was a really good kid. Like we, we never had any problems with him growing up. He was one of those child actors who seemed to have made it out. Okay. Uh, but maybe that that's changed. Something has changed. Uh, so man, is this going to fall to me? Am I going to get the honor, uh, of sharing this next bit? Well, since I already talked about Zachary Ty Bryan and his issues, you're next. <laughs> so guys, we uh, got a lot of teasers for this the the previous night, and uh, the night before, and uh, but we finally know the answer to the title of Spider-Man Three, ladies and gentlemen. It's been long awaited. A lot of people have really thought, you know, it's going to go one way or the other on certain names, but frankly, it landed on one that I don't think anybody saw coming. They announced today that Spider-Man 3 for the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be called Spider-Man No Way Home. Well, speculate away on this one. I thought the teaser video that they did for it uh, was was very was very clever. Zendaya yeah. was in there, Jacob Badalan, and then, of course, uh, uh, Tom Holland, Spidey himself, were walking out of the director's office, and they're like, I don't know why they keep doing this to us. 
Another 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 fake title again, and and then you know obviously it, it goes into Tom's history of lying and embellishing or or, or spoiling, spoiling things. And he's like, when when have you ever known me to spoil anything? <laughs> oh, you know the last the last movie and all that stuff. And then they continue walking down the hallway, and all of a sudden we get a, a straight shot of a bulletin board with all kinds of titles on there as well. And then right smack dab in the middle, in bold letters, it is Spider Man No Way From Home. Cue out Spider Man theme song, and then boom, there it is. Now I want to I want to talk about this though because this is this is very interesting to mm-hmm. me. On that bulletin board, an eagle-eyed fan spotted out that there were hexagons all over that that bulletin board. Did you catch that? I did. And I what did. Do you, what let, let's 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 take just a second and talk about that. What do you think the hexagons on that bulletin board mean? Is that tying in? To the multiverse of madness is, and is that a subtle Easter egg, a subtle hint to fans that understand what they're looking at? Now, I I think that definitely is a possibility, or it, it could just be protons. I mean, so, <laughs> protons. so I mean protons. Well, a, lot, a lot of science, a lot of science uh, going on. So I mean, that's kind of going in with the the science theme. You know, Spider Man is at a, a math and science institute for technology school thing and so i mean and you know he is kind of a scientist so i i at first i thought of that and then i was like oh it is a hexagon um so we'll, we'll definitely see we'll see if it's an element or if it's an element from one wanda maximum i did i did like this concept as well because there was also some fans out there already talking in relationship to the title and what it means and does mm-hmm. it mean that at some point we're in the current multiverse or the current universe for spider-man things are normal and then all hell breaks loose yeah and then he gets uh, caught up in the multiverses or the multiverses come to him and there's no way home yeah. and is that what the title is getting at i mean there's so much speculation about it i say bring it on and then also i love the fact that they they, they focused in on this hashtag spider-man no way from home only in movie theaters this christmas Staking ground, making a point. Theaters, theaters only. Mm-hmm. Yep, that I, was that was nice to that's, see. That's very important. I'm glad that they're making that a key point in their marketing. Uh, of course, you know, just just as far as speculation goes, I agree with with your theory there. Um, of course, my my go to titles. There was two of them, and one was Home Worlds. I liked Home Slice. So I yeah, Home Slice, Home Wrecker. Uh, were some of the other ones. Uh, <laughs> Spider, uh, Spider-Man, home. Spider-Man Home Fries. Uh, we're, we're all considered uh, titles, apparently, based on the respective cast oh, members. Um, fries. Uh, but I really wanted Spider-Man Homeworld and, you know, Earth One, as we... or as we've come to know it there, uh, the MCU, and then everybody coming in to Homeworld. Uh... So much speculation, man, with, you know, us still not knowing for sure if Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire could be coming in as Spider-Man. Tom Holland denies it. He, he says it's not happening. But. He's not He's not a good liar. We all know that he's attempting to lie. Mm-hmm. And, and, and everything that we've suspected is going to become true. And then when we get into the theater and it doesn't happen, then we can all be disappointed as fans collectively because we thought we had it right. And then, no, it's all wrong. And Tom Holland was actually telling us the truth. Spoiler? 
Maybe. Uh, well, anyway, we can speculate away. Uh, be sure to drop your comments here uh, live on Facebook as we are recording. Uh, we'll address them. We'll bring you into the conversation as well. Now, we don't get a chance. We don't really put a lot of wrestling content in uh, in our media channels, but this one, it did hit. Normally, we're talking wrestling whenever a pay-per-view is going on. We're bringing you results. This I did not see coming at all. There were no murmurs. There were no rumblings. And obviously, he has not been used in his prior job with World Wrestling Entertainment. But now, he's got a new lease on life. Looks like it's going to be a mixture of wrestling and commentary as Paul White, a.k.a. The Big Show, is hashtag All Elite as Paul White now officially is joining AEW Wrestling with a multi-year lengthy contract. So congratulations to Tony Khan and the team. They're bringing the big show home. That could be a very interesting deal because, I mean, obviously the, the, the brightest years of his wrestling career are behind him. He has had an incredible and amazing career. But I'd love to, to see him work and help develop young talent. And I'm interested to see what he does behind the mic. I think he'll be really, really good on commentary. So that's a big bone uh, for, uh, for AEW to get. And he's got a pretty good Netflix show, from what I understand. I've yet to see it myself, uh, but apparently... Well, it's the big show. Uh, so, once again, following up on even more, more Disney Di- news. More Disney. Disney news. It's the Disney cast with Nerd Informants. Uh, honestly, we might have to make a separate podcast just for Disney. I mean, I, I think that might oh, be too much. it comes down to. Too um, much. But Pixar's newest adventure will be making a splash this summer. Everyone say hi to Luca and his new Luca. trailer that's going to be coming out tomorrow. So our teaser poster today features a boy on top of the water and the parts of his body under the water look like a fish, yeah, maybe a merman. It's pretty much a, 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 mer, a mer person. Mer boy. So, I mean, really, this is a, a modern take and update and then a, a gender switch. Uh, you know, what does is, what is Daryl Hannah think about this? And Eugene <laughs> Levy and, and, and the late John Candy. What would they think of Luca? Could this be Splash for Kids? I mean, is this the love child of Tom Hanks and... and uh, what if it's a spin and, and some... Daryl Hannah's character? What if, what if in a different multiverse, this is Ariel's child? Yeah, it's possible. What? Dude, blow my mind, people! What if Aquaman and Ariel had a baby... And its name is Luca. What was the prince's name? Oh, Eric. Eric. Dude, so, this is this is Ariel and Eric's son. Yeah. I'm calling it right now. Well, I mean, they did make a Disney movie about her daughter and how her daughter wanted to become a mermaid, so they just kind of reversed it. it so didn't essentially, do very well. it so essentially, so essentially, what you're saying is, is Ariel had a secret son with the king. I'm gonna say so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, and and I, I, I know I don't want to skip over this, but I do want to talk about it because it's really become the new internet gold right now. Agatha all along uh, is has become the new meme sensation. If you haven't seen it yet on our Facebook page, Fellow Geeks and Nerds, you got to check it out. Um, it, literally, she's she's impacting everything. She's changing life as we know it. Um, now, this is music news, really not nerd informants related, but if you know or we're not aware, Daft Punk has officially broken up. Yes, it's sad. Uh, we'll all find some way to move forward, but apparently it was Agatha. Agatha Harkness is responsible for uh, Daft Punk breaking up. It makes me really, really sad. Absolutely sad. So it's heartbreaking. Yeah, you can thank Agatha for, for Daft Punk breaking up. Anyway, I'm moving on now. Uh, moving on, uh, part of the teaser information that we already shared is that Zendaya posted on Facebook her <laughs> theory for what the Spider-Man logo was going to be, and that was Spider-Man Home Slice. Uh, we also got one of our first looks at uh, Spider-Man 
uh, three. Man, I already forgot what the name is. How fast can that happen? That's insane. No Way Home? No Way Home. Thank you. Uh, so, anyway, it's nice to see that those three are, are really going to be teamed up in, in the movie. So, Zendaya and uh, and Jacob and Tom, their three characters are going to go on an adventure, it looks like. Why are together. the stills all dark? I mean, it looks like it. I mean, like, purposely they released the darkest stills from the entire movie yeah. to make us think that it's uber dark. So hmm. in my head and looking at the posts at the pictures that, you know, each of the guys, each of the actors shared to social media, there's different pots and, and shelves and things. It makes me think maybe they are in Dr. Strange's basement. Dr. Strange's basement. That, that could be very, very interesting. I like the fact that they're all like standing in front of that laptop and they're looking at something. Mm-hmm. To me, it looks like, the, like they're reviewing the emails from the Disney executives who actually consider putting the movie out on streaming when it comes out in Christmas time. <laughs> and they're all just kind of sitting there going, oh God, please no, please no. Theaters, 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 theaters. Actually, the thing that caught my attention most about Zendaya's picture uh, was that Ned's laptop has uh, everything, the everything's fine dog. Um, so, you know, the, the meme that has the dog sitting in the house and the house is on fire and he just has a blank stare and says, everything's fine. This, a sticker of that is on his uh, laptop. So because I, the dog did it, the dog did it. It's the dog's fault. So we had to, we had to clarify on this news because it got everybody really, really excited. And then we broke yep. everybody's hearts. Got me excited. Initially, big hero six was going to be making their MCU live action debut. Yeah. Variety was the initial one to report it. Then Variety had a clarifying story come out. Tim had it, went out to our uh, media sources as well. But kids, uh, sorry to break your heart, Big Hero 6 not going to be making their MCO live action debut. Uh, and that comes from a source at the studio. It would have been awesome to see, but obviously in the grand scheme of things, it would have been really weird. And I just don't think it would have made sense. Yeah. Well, here's here's my thing, okay? Disney Insider or Dis, Ins, Dis Insider weird name uh disnyder disnyder it's another way uh, um, you can call uh, d snyder by his yeah. uh, rap name yeah uh they're the ones that came out with the original report and they said a source said yes the mcu will include live action debut for big hero six but then variety said no our source says it's not here's what i'm gonna say kids I'm not going to believe either one until kevin feige comes and says it himself to me at the edge of my bed okay when he shows up in my room with his immortal power stick and goes, guess what, Tim? Big Hero 6 is coming to the MCU in live action form. Then I'll believe it. Until then, I don't believe Variety. I don't believe Diz Insider. I would love to see a Big Hero 6 live action film. Okay, I love that movie. Uh, Josh, before we met, I had a huge Bayamax collection. Okay, But I had to sell it because I ran out of money because I was poor. So the, the the closest that I've ever gotten to anything bay is like that old bay seasoning that you use on seafood. That's pretty much it. <laughs> but Tim over here, he's got better taste than me because he fully believes in a walking whoopee cushion wearing battle armor. Yep. It inspires me because I too am a walking whooping cushion. And if you put me in battle armor, maybe I'd look bad. A eh? just saying. Uh, so, just another follow-up. Tom Holland, his hopes for Spider-Man was Spider-Man Foam Home. Jacobs, his was Spider-Man Home Wrecker. You can see the fake logos and the behind-the-scenes photos from those guys on our Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter. So be sure to check those out when you have time because they're fun. 
Uh, Taylor Kitsch, by the way, folks, uh, just in case you were aware about his well-being and his health, he actually still is an actor, and he is still working, which is really, really good news. And I like this pairing a lot, because to my knowledge, neither one of them have been in a movie together. Mm -hmm. So this could be very interesting, but Taylor is uh, set to star alongside Chris Pratt in Amazon (laughs) Television's adaptation of Jack Carr's best-selling novel, The Terminal List. Mm. I'm interested to hear what that's about because I, I, I honestly I I'm not familiar with Jack Carr's work I'm afraid to say uh, so, so you're laughing I'm assuming you're uh, reacting to comments do we need to get to I some am. of that as well uh, our, our good buddy Kyle Bluto he uh, reached out and said that he too is a walking whoopee cushion so there's a team of us we're gonna get jackets this fall um, and, and just to backtrack as well CJ Collins our, our good buddy from West Plains Missouri and uh, the uh, one of the hardworking people behind the great OzCon in West Plains. So looking forward Oz to hopefully getting to go there this year. Uh, he want, says, hey. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, our buddy Corby. Um, Corby Pyatt, a.k.a. Wolverine himself. And Wolverine has a WandaVision question for us. Right on. Late uh, on, man. Does the Hex expand to create a new Marvel Universe that includes the X-Men? That is one of my theories. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to be very interesting. I, I want to know who this Luke Skywalker cameo is going to be, essentially. The Luke Skywalker level cameo uh, in WandaVision. We've got two episodes to go. Now, here's the cool thing. Before the next episode of WandaVision gets here, fans of WandaVision should know that the episode we're going to be getting next is the longest one yet in the series. Yep. So, obviously... A lot of fans feel like they were let down because of the aerospace engineer that we could have got. Everybody was hoping that it was going to be John Krasinski showing up as Mr. Fantastic. And it was just some random person. It should have been John Krasinski. Who who happened to have a a rover. Yeah, please take it. Drive into the hex and see how you do. Um, That plan went completely awry. So, personally, I am hoping for Magneto. I am hoping for Magneto. And it's going to be real interesting to see who it is. Are they going to pull that uh, you know Pietro uh, move, and are they going to bring in the potential of a Michael Fassbender, or would people really lose their minds if Magneto shows up and it's Ian McKellen? Holy cow. We're just going to have to wait and see. Two more episodes, and the mystery will be revealed. So now, this is interesting because, again, it goes back to uh, Agatha all along. It's her, it's her world. I mean, she's making it in her own image. The WandaVision song that just dropped on streaming? Well, Agatha all along. If you thought the kitschy theme song from the show was absolutely amazing and you loved every second of it, just go ahead and put that sucker on repeat and enjoy it until there is no tomorrow. It's now available on Spotify and Apple Music. So go and get your Agatha all along on right now. Yeah, it's kind of like the the Anna Kendrick Cup song from Pitch Perfect. Like, it's not very long, but it's Dude, really catchy. You know, that, that, that's great and all. She did that video. She did that song. I mean, way to go, Anna. That, that's fantastic. I was playing the Cup game at Bible Camp years, yeah, the, decades before you even came up with that. So just, just I saying. got a taco for the long anyway, road. Anyway, enough. Uh, the first teaser and logo for Mark Miller's Jupiter Legacy series has arrived online, and guess what? You can find it, too, on Nerdinformant's social media. Uh, it looks really cool. It's going to be a Netflix original series, 
And that's about all we know about it at this point. Honestly, I was not aware cool of anything about it before this logo came around. So they are either playing this really close to the vest, or I'm just not very uh, educated on what Jupiter Legacy is and who Jep- Jupiter is and what his legacy is going to be. And How exactly do you know if the show creators are wearing vests or not? Have you been in their closets lately? Not since yesterday. Mm, so they could have changed your wardrobe. And if you are a huge Sony PlayStation fan, you're going to love this, especially if you combo it up like we do here at uh, Nerd Informants HQ. We've got the PlayStation 5. We've got PC. We can play on both. It's mm-hmm. amazing. This is going to be some big news for gamers out there, but Sony is bringing the PlayStation-exclusive Zombies game Days Gone. That is going to be the first one out of the gate coming to PC. And it's going to be arriving this spring. It's part of a wider strategy on Sony's part to launch a whole slate of its PlayStation games on PC. Days Gone, that's awesome. I love the fact they're bringing it to it, but just give me the Final Fantasy VII Remake on PC. Max out those settings. Maybe even put a little dab of ray tracing in there, and I'll be one happy boy. Bring it on, I say. I love my zombie games. About the only ones I'm kind of good at. So He does. So we'll definitely uh, have to see if I can make an attempt there. Uh, This is exciting. I'm very pumped for this because Blue Beetle was one of my favorite superheroes as a kid. Really? Uh, And so DC has greenlit a Blue Beetle movie. Uh, They are going to be using the Jamie Reyes version of Blue Beetle. Beetle, uh, And director Angel Manuel Soto has agreed to direct the film. So we're going to be having uh, a Blue Beetle film probably in the next five years sometime. Do you have an actor that you would like to see step into the suit and become Blue Beetle? Do you have anybody that's at the top of your list? I don't. I really don't. Uh, Is Mario Lopez too old to play him? (laughs) AC Slater is Blue Beetle, man. Hashtag it. Bring it on. Make it trend. That, that, that are you are you looking up some actors right now? I am. You know, I, I okay, you do your thing. I'm gonna see and you, about and that. You, and you and you come back to us. Uh, we got to talk about this because Sony, I think, hit a home run on this. We've got a ways to wait. Uh, there, there's no conceptual renderings. There's no teaser videos or anything like that. But Sony did confirm that it is working on the next generation of its PlayStation VR platform. That's right. We're getting an update, baby. They offered up first details on the new hardware coming to PlayStation Five. The next-gen PlayStation VR system is going to be offering up dramatic leaps in performance and interactivity and an even greater sense of presence. Hideaki Nishino of Sony Interactive Entertainment made that comment on the PlayStation blog. So a new PSVR is going to be on the way. The best part about it is the PlayStation Move controllers that are are dated and old and they don't work very well, they're going bye-bye. You can throw them out. They are updating the controllers that are going to make sense and they're going to work and they will have dual sense capabilities. I love that a lot. It's a much needed update. I'm going to look forward to that. 2022 potentially is when that's going to release and I'm excited about it. That'll be a must buy for the nerd informants. And I'm excited to watch you play it. I'm just excited for you and I to play some next gen golfing. (laughs) Uh, So... I have an answer to the question that you have posed, oh, Joshua Grisham. Top actor for Blue Beetle. Who you got? You might be familiar with this actor. He's on a little show called Cobra Kai. That his seems name to be, just yeah. just happens to be Miguel. Uh, I wanted Trending. to Google his name because there's no way I can say it because his first name is spelled X-O-L-A. So I'm going to say Zolo, but I don't know if that's accurate or not. Is it like 
X is Xander is the Z or is it Exolo? We'll, we'll just we'll, we'll let you uh, we'll let you ad lib it. But yes, no, his name has come up several times, and he's really the only actor that has kind of been circling the trades as far as people talking about casting already for Blue Beetle, and his name immediately shot to the top. So you know, could he could he get the part based off a of fan movement alone? It is highly possible. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, I, I, I'm definitely game for uh, him to take over the role. He's fantastic in Cobra Kai. He's not really had the chance to do anything else that I'm aware of. So I think he could be a, a fun addition. Um, it, it depends on what age they want Jamie to be and how Spanish they want him to be. But David Henry from Wizards of Waverly Place I he's know little, nothing about him. He's a little bit older now. I think he's probably a little bit older than I am, so mid-30s. Uh, so I'm not sure how young of a Blue Beetle they're wanting to have in this movie, uh, but I, I think that he would be a good selection as well. So I keep, hope, I keep hoping for Mario Lopez. That's my campaign. A.C. Slater for Blue Beetle, man. That's <laughs> me. Uh, I, I uh, man, you, uh, I, I'm... I'm I'm scrolling through and I see that the original Baymax post that we that we put up and that that was just heartbreaking. Yeah, so. there's no there's no need to break my heart again. So yeah. so go down to some Lucasfilm and some Star Wars stuff. Yeah, let's talk about that. So Lucasfilms and Inside Editions announced that Star Wars: Secrets of the Sith, the sequel book to Secrets of the Jedi, will be released on August third. Uh, so basically, in this book, Emperor Palpatine serves as the book's narrator and includes Palpatine's musings on Darth. Maul and Darth Vader and Kylo Ren and uh, just his thoughts on the entire dark side of the force. So, <laughs> Execute Good, 66. Kill him now. <laughs> Kill him. Uh, so it could be interesting. So if you're a fan of the uh, secrets or secrets of the Jedi, then secrets of the Sith is clearly going to be a no-brainer to pick up. You know what the best part about this news that got my attention It's the fact that they've got interactive features and pop-ups. I haven't had a pop-up book for years. I'm looking forward to this. Just give me the pretty pictures. I don't need the story. Just give me the pictures. That's all I need. Pop-ups and lift the flap inserts. Talk about fun for hours. Do they do okay? Do they have the pull tabs though? Remember the pull tabs in the side of the book? I remember Remember that tabs. And then like everything started moving in the book. Yeah, it was witchcraft. Give me the pull tabs in the book. I love it. (laughs) All right, so from there, we've got more, like, I want to say behind the scenes. No, these are official stills from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, including our first look at Edipero Oje, who we know is playing Sam's sister, Sarah Wilson, standing alongside Anthony Mackie, director uh, Corey Skoglin in the behind the scenes shoot. But these stills are out, and it just makes me want Falcon and the Winter Soldier that much faster, but... One of the things that that has been, it's not necessarily been bothering me, but it's got me curious about the series itself, is the scenes of them in an official capacity. They they look like they're at some kind of a ceremony, and there's Captain uh, America memorabilia in the background. Mm -hmm. Flags. Are we going to see a funeral, or is it a tribute, or is it some kind of other patriotic ceremony? I'm just, I'm worried about Cap's future or involvement in the series Mm -hmm. i'm 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 curious i mean it's really gonna kill me like it will kill me if they start off this movie or the series with a captain america funeral like 
and I'm not just saying like Captain America die like the fake funeral because you know as we know in Spider-Man Far From Home they just went ahead and said that Captain America died in the battle of Endgame um but let, let's be honest if they kill old man Cap and they say he died and they're having a funeral for old man Cap that we got to see at the end of Endgame that will really kill me it would make me very sad because my whole game plan relies on him becoming the new Stan Lee and making cameos throughout the rest of the Marvel universe. And that's how Chris Evans stays active and has an active paycheck for the rest of his career, just returning See, his old man cap. And, and there's, there's, there's more official stills from the series up on our Facebook page. You can check it out. There's one where Anthony Mackie is, is standing in a room alone and he's got Cap's shield in his hands. He's got a suit on. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just looking down at the shield stoically. And, and that just really makes me nervous for what we're going to see. Um, I, I, I got to touch on this because the meme game was strong, and I just got to say to our community out there, fellow geeks and nerds, you guys did not disappoint, and and it just kind of makes me want to pull uh, a uh, Mr. Deeds uh, quip out of the, out of the uh, bag here. You're sick. You're sick. Why would you do that? I'm just messing with you, pal. We posted a meme that, that simply said this. I want to play a game. You're at Walmart, you buy three items. The goal is to make the cashier as uncomfortable as possible. What do you buy? And our community turned out in droves. We had some really good stuff there. Everybody got some good laughs. So I just want to say thank you to everybody out there that participated. That was a fun meme. Well, what was your suggestion again? Um, well, let me uh, let me go to the comments here real quick, and I will and I will tell you. Uh, first off, mine was a suggestion of a, uh, a bra, a tire, and a garden gnome. Scrolling down a little bit further, Tim's was pretty good. He went with a rubber ducky, bubble bath, and a griddle. But then, but, and then, bath time. but then from there, um, it, it got pretty morbid in, uh, in many respects. <laughs> if you want to see that, go to our Facebook page and check it out. We don't need to go yeah. in-depth on all of them, but you guys really delivered. And uh, way to go think it outside of the box. Yeah, and just real quick, I do want to... Outside wanna... of the coffin? <laughs> uh, personal shout-out to uh, Mrs. Mandy Collins, who really really took some time and dove in and got some really, really great suggestions out there. So if you want to laugh or maybe even cringe, specifically go and look at her comments on that oh, post. I, I think we should just go ahead and spotlight them right now. She says, sorry for your lost greeting card, a toaster, and a bath plug. And then there's another one down towards the bottom, black trash bags, zip ties, and duct tape. Yes, the cashiers would be very uncomfortable. Mandy Collins, you get the badge of honor. Yep. She wins. She wins. Uh, she tw- takes the internet. <laughs> the uh, Twisted Metal series from Deadpool Writers is in the works at Sony Pictures TV and PlayStation Productions. So I'm assuming Twisted Metal is a video game. The Deadpool Writers are awesome. And uh, Sony Pictures TV, anything is possible. Well, you know, th- this, is, this is something, this is a franchise that I, I never thought I would say this. But this is a franchise that actually might need Michael Bay. Why? Because it's going to be a movie that's not going to make a whole lot of sense. There's going to be a lot of fire, a lot of explosions, and a lot of insane over-the-top characters that also make literally no sense whatsoever. So, Michael Bay, this might just be your movie. Interesting. I like the, the combos. Interesting. Um, and let, let's just say that, uh, that, that China sometimes has the best movie posters. They proved it yet again. A brand new official Godzilla versus Kong Chinese poster has been released, and it is a beauty. I would like to see that sucker blown up 
and put in a frame. It's awesome. You've got Kong and you've got Godzilla and it's Smackdown Palooza underneath the water. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, and there's like We don't see Kong underwater. There's like planes falling apart and exploding under the water. Yeah, there were and horses and a man was on fire. And I killed a man with a trident. You might want to lay low, Tim, because I think you're wanted for murder. <laughs> that is that not a cool poster, though? Like, I'm game. Like, I'm really hoping that's really close to the official IMAX poster that comes out. And really hoping that, that that's like the version we're going to like get maybe for free poster day if that come, ever comes back. So. Oh, it, it's got to be a thing. It's got to be a thing. I agree. So, uh... Myla Kunis is going to be starring in the feature film adaptation Luckiest Girl Alive for Netflix. The best-selling novel from Jessica Knoll centers on a sharp-tongued New Yorker who appears to have it all, a sought-after position at a glossy magazine, a killer wardrobe, and a dream Nantucket wedding on the horizon. But when the director of a crime documentary invites her to tell her side of the shocking incident that took place when she was a teen at a prestigious Bradley school, uh, this woman is forced to confront a dark truth that threatens to unravel her perfectly crafted life. So, Myla is going to be in for one interesting show. That's for sure. Going to be very interesting to see. She's she's good in pretty much anything she stars in. So, I, I'm game for it. I'm going to give that one a watch. For those of you that are all about the Fall Guys game, whether you play on console or on PC, you're going to be getting a very interesting tie-in. I will say this, the costumes are a little bit disturbing, but they're equal parts adorable. I cannot wait to see the Fall Guys dressed up in this one, but Cuphead and Mugman are on their way to Fall Guys. That'll be coming out in the newest update. So go get your Cuphead and Mugman on and play yourself some Fall Guys. I mean, honestly, it's kind of like, when the, the, the Looney Tunes dressed up as the Justice League characters and, you know, that <laughs> McDonald's promotion from the 90s. If you have any of those toys, by the way, I'm talking to everyone listening on the podcast, everyone that's watching on Facebook Live. If you have those toys, contact me because I've been trying to find a Bugs Bunny Superman since I was a kid and the lawnmower got mine. All of those great costumes. Just again, why am I hearing the line from Mr. Deeds in my head? <laughs> I spent a week in Tom and Roseanne's dumpster disguised as a giant carton of ice cream. <laughs> I know. I know. Why, why I thought of that, I have no idea. But. Uh, the fact that really that quote doesn't make a lot of sense anymore since a lot of people don't know who Tom and Roseanne are in the it 21st century. It doesn't, but it's but still it's, awesome. It's still funny. Uh, anyway. Yeah, we already uh, talked about those two. We talked about those two, Ooh, so scrolling yes. down. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got to talk about this. Is it blasphemy? I, honestly, <laughs> that's the first thing that popped in my go ahead, mind. Go ahead, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. So we got a new look at the Joker from the Snyder Cut, which I must say that in the initial Zack Snyder's Justice League promotional trailer and pictures that we got of the Joker, I was yeah. excited. I was like, this probably is going to be a really great version of the Joker. We're finally going to see Leto bring out the Joker that he probably should have been from the get-go. And that first still kind of looked like he maybe had like too much on Italian night and forgot to wipe his face through the meal. <laughs> you know. He looked like me every day every, at dinner time. I love this uh, Italian food. But in this particular picture, it has him wearing a crown of thorns and what looks to be possibly a surgical suit, gloves, and a mask. So I, I'm not exactly 100% sure because it's in black and white, but for, we do know that he is wearing a crown of thorns on his head, 
and uh, maybe having a little bit of a Jesus complex in the moment. It is it is very uh, very very film nor, but um, I'd have to say that the, the Lord would not be happy with that very much. I I don't you know again this kind of ties into Zack Snyder. I'm going to make a movie. And the fan community is going to love it. It may not resemble a movie, but rest assured, there's going to be tons of rain, lots of colors, and it's going to be dark, and it's going to look like a music video for nearly four hours in length. Did you say breast assured or rest assured? Uh, rest assured. I know you're hungry, but no, I did not say that. Anyway, as I was saying, that's Zack Snyder summed up. Visual avant-garde. I can make things look really cool. Go and watch my four-hour movie. Wrap oh, and by the way, little bow. in case I didn't hook you on the four-hour runtime, I'm going to throw in Jared Leto as the zo- uh, Joker to ensure that you're in a seat. <laughs> and for all you church-going folks, the Joker will be played by Jesus. See? I'm <laughs> telling you. There's got to be a method to the guy's madness. I have I mean, not ciphered the code yet. It, so It just kind of reminds me of, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman and along came Polly. On top of the role of Judas, I will also be playing the role of Jesus in tonight's. I had a moment, so feel free to let me rock out. Okay, one Sook from the top. <laughs> I love him so much. I miss him. Our final bit of news and information coming out to our fellow geeks and nerds here in episode three of the Informants Nerdcast is food-related and it's green food season. Or rather, we're heading towards green food season. It's not leafy, nutrient-rich vegetables, by the way. We're not talking about salad. I'm not talking about Brussels sprouts. No, none of that. God forbid. Artificial green food season, y'all. Coldstone Creamery rolling out a new St. Patrick's Day flavor this year. By the way, it's going to be Lucky Charms flavored ice cream. That is green. They're also offering up Lucky Charms marshmallows and gold glitter as toppings, plus green waffle cones as well. The ice cream will be hitting stores very, very soon. Okay, your thoughts on this? Absolutely gross, or let me just go ahead and double fist the cones right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much that's what I was thinking, you know. Double cone, fist the cones? Cone in one hand, just a bucket of the stuff in the other. Uh, it, it looks really good. A bucket, I'm not of, a, buck, a bucket of what stuff? A bucket of the ice cream. <laughs> uh, and then I mean, bro- it does. It does look appealing. I love Lucky Charms, but my God, I mean, like you, you go, you go to to Coldstone Creamery to pick this up, and then you you just look at it, and all of a sudden you can feel your arteries hardening up and closing off just by looking at the cone. This is before you even put it in your mouth. How, I mean. Sugar content calories. How high do you think this is? I'm not even going to venture a guess because I know I'd be so rough. But just know it's a lot. It's got to be a, a ton. Uh, a, a ton. It, it, yeah. Insert curse word where you'd like it, but it is a ton. It looks it looks awesome. I, w- I will say that. And uh, dare I say that Tim and I will probably take like a... Uh, a, a nerd venture over to Coldstone to see if they've got it here locally. And if they do, maybe we'll give you a, a, a video review direct from Coldstone. That sounds like a plan. We'll go ahead and make a field trip out of that. Yeah. After- I think people, people love it. People love it when you eat. They don't care if I eat, but it's, it's a thing. 
I don't know, which is why I've probably been a huge disappointment. I lose 90 pounds and suddenly our viewership is down. What's up, guys? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> is Kenny or Tim not funny enough for you? You need me to put on a circus hat and dance around in my underwear? Oh, my gosh. That gang, that is going to that is gonna wrap it up for us for episode three here in season two of the Informants Nerdcast. A reminder to everybody out there, we love our fan community. Absolutely amazing. We continue to grow on Facebook and all of our social outlets. You can get us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just type in Nerd Informants. We are easy to find. And if you are an artist, you're a cosplayer, you've got a Twitch stream, whatever it is you're into make sure you join up with Nerd Informants Beyond. We would love to give you a platform and we can help boost your brand. That is what the nerd community is all about. We're here for you just the same as you have been here for us. The Informants Nerdcast, Tim, is also can be found on all major podcast platforms mm-hmm. coming out on Spotify, Breaker FM, Anchor. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google, and more. So wherever your listening platform is, you can get us real easily. We got any comments before we wrap up and go? Man, I'll just add, guys, seriously, if you just Google Nerd Informants now, all of our stuff pops up. Like, we're at the top of everything. So it's pretty awesome that we've reached that point. So just do us a favor, Google Nerd Informants, and then every page, just open all the tabs, click like, subscribe, and follow on everything, and be a part of our community because we love you guys. I tell you what, Season 2 continues on. We'll have new episodes of the Informants Nerds cast consistently as we try every single week. So be looking for those the next episode coming your way. So until we see you next time, fellow geeks and nerds, as we always say, be Be informed. You've been informed by the Informants Nerdcast, presented by Nerd Informants Media. Find new episodes on Anchor Podcasting Services and stay connected to Nerd Informants on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram.